Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Making It Fit podcast. I apologise for a little bit of a hiatus the last couple of weeks. Um, it's all been very busy, as I'm sure we all are, and I set out to do one this week by myself, and here I am with a cold. So yeah, I just thought, better me sounding all kind of husky and not spot on rather than not doing it at all. So here we are. Anyway, we're doing the podcast, we're in. And today we are speaking about workout splits. So you've probably heard all sorts of workout splits or seen all sorts of workout splits scrolling through gra- the gram, <laughs> scrolling through gram, full of influencers doing their arm days, their booty days, whatever, right? And there are so many different ways to split your training across the week. Today what I'm going to do is kind of explain and just talk through in a very unstructured way the most common um, splits and kind of think about what we are actually considering when we are thinking about splitting our training and what factors we're considering which are largely kind of how many sets we want to get in per week um, for each muscle group and the best way to do that. It's going to depend a lot on um, how often you can train and that is not only how many times per week but also how much time per session you have to spend in the gym. So each kind of option here have their own pros and cons and which one you know is right for you is going to depend on like I said time available, your goals, your training age, so how long you have been training for. Luckily if you're quite new to the gym, if you're new to resistance training you can actually get way more out of doing less so that's great. If you're quite accustomed to strength training then often we have to do a little bit more to kind of create that stimulus. Um, what type of training you're doing is important, what kind of equipment you're using, um, your personal preference and more. So there's definitely no right or wrong but there definitely will be perhaps more optimal and less optimal ways that we can train to get the most out of our time and optimal results for the time spent in the gym, aka best bang for your buck, phrase I apparently hate but use it all the time. Anyway, here we go. So first thing to consider is how often we can train. So I always, 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 in fact, let's say 90% of the time, I am training my clients with a full body split and even myself, to be honest, with a full body split. Uh, Actually, maybe sometimes I do upper or lower, I lied. But largely, we're talking full body here. And why? So this is all going to depend on how often we're training. So if we think about the broad recommendations for strength training exercise, let's take the one from the NHS, which is at least two times per week. And this is the recommendation, uh, the bare minimum for health. So in order to improve our health, in order to keep our bones healthy, maintain our muscle mass, our joints, all the rest of it, we should do weight bearing exercises, I think they call them, also known as strength training, resistance training, kind of lots of similar slash interchangeable terms here no need to be confused by them, they recommend at least twice per week. If you are someone that is doing that twice per week, then 100% I would recommend doing a full body split. Now why that is, is because think think about if you're doing two sessions per week, right? One session you do all legs, so you might do a deadlift, a squat, um, some sort of lunge or single leg work, maybe some accessories like some abductions maybe on the machine, maybe some calf raises, a few things like that, so you do a whole session of kind of leg and lower body work. Then on the second one, you do some upper body work, so you might do a push, a pull, you know, some single arm rows or presses, whatever it is, maybe finish off with a little bit of core. So let's imagine those two scenarios. Two things to consider here. Firstly, we're actually only hitting our legs once per week. Even though we've got loads of time, you know, loads of sets in um, per week, we're actually only doing those once per week. Same with the upper body. 
Whereas if we did two full body sessions, we could do, you know, perhaps a squat pattern or split, you know, put the squat pattern in one and the lunge pattern in another. And then we were able to get a little bit more out of it because we're almost feel like we're training those muscles twice per week just by kind of rearranging the order that we do those in. So let's say you might do like a bench press and then a squat and then a row on one day. And then you might do like a deadlift, um, some sort of like lunge or single leg pattern and some sort of overhead press or something like that on the second session. So even though we're doing the same overall volume, if we split it in half, you'll probably find that A, you'll be able to push a little bit harder because you've got a little bit more to give. Like if you do, if I did squats and then did lunges straight after, my lunges are probably going to be shocking and I'm not going to have much to give because my legs are already tired from the squats if that makes sense so think about splitting those into two you get way more out of your lunges on the second day likewise if we're splitting your kind of shoulder press and your bench press you're going to give way more in each of those sessions so it's probably going to fill even if the volume is the same given that you're going to be a little bit fresher and have a bit more to give you're going to get more out of it in that way follow that was a really waffly way to explain but hopefully it makes sense um But the main thing here that we kind of want to consider is the research, because that tells us what is actually effective rather than me saying, oh, you probably have a bit more energy, so do this. (laughs) Whilst that is true, um, the research we have, um, and this is kind of when we're thinking about comparing two training sessions per week for each muscle group rather than one, um, there is a huge difference here. So we've got a study here, super, super important, um, and it was observed that participants who performed two training sessions per week for each muscle group increased hypertrophy, and that basically means getting your muscles bigger, by 6.8% over six to 12 weeks. Those who trained each muscle group once per week experienced only a 3.7% increase in muscle growth. So if you think about that, that's almost double the results double the muscle growth just from doing an extra session per week. So you definitely don't need to be doing, you know, five, six to see results, just going up from one to two sessions per week for each muscle group. And that means, you know, rather than doing just the legs and then just an an upper body, say doing two full body sessions that will take it up to an extra training session per week for the muscle group, it's going to basically double your results and you're going to get results that are twice as good, muscles that are twice as strong and big and all the rest of it, right? So That is the key thing here, kind of underlying all of this advice, that research that shows us that if we do two training sessions per week for each muscle group, we get basically double the results, right? So I, based on that, I wouldn't recommend a body part split and by body part split, that might be kind of like a chest day and maybe chest and arms or back and biceps, um, a leg day, or, you know, some people even do glutes and hamstrings and then quads and calves and the whole day, um, unless you're training like, I don't know, six, seven times or you're a bodybuilder. It's not really essential. Again, unless you really enjoy it, then you can do it like that. But it's definitely not going to be the most effective way, especially because, you know, then you're only probably going to be hitting quads once per week. And sure, you're going to be getting loads of sets of quads, like you're going to be doing probably squats, lunges, step-ups, leg extensions. But that is just going to be excruciating. And like I said, if it suits you, if you enjoy it, great. But if you're not a bodybuilder, you know, you're not competing in bodybuilding and you don't enjoy that, then there's absolutely no need to do that. I know personally that I can tolerate approximately one leg exercise (laughs) per session, especially if it's quads. So that would not suit me. So absolutely no need to do those body part splits. Um, Even if we're doing kind of we're looking at maybe three to five training sessions, then it's still not essential. We could perhaps look at doing like more of an upper lower and then a kind of cardio day um, and then another upper lower kind of repeat. So 
To grow our muscles, we want to train each muscle group at least twice a week, which is why, you know, I often recommend, recommend full body, but upper, lower, and then a full body or upper, lower, upper, lower works really well as well. So body part splits, not the default option. Um, there's a few more kind of common um, splits that we might see that I'm just going to speak through very briefly. So just to clarify upper, lower, I know I've mentioned it. What does this actually mean? So this training split trains the upper body muscles in one session and then the lower body usually kind of legs and core muscles in a separate session so it's often done as upper lower upper lower on four days of the week so alternating maybe like a rest day between so monday upper tuesday lower wednesday rest thursday upper friday lower maybe something like that but you can do it other ways you can put a cardio day between it um kind of depends how you feel and how I guess, well, um, acclimatized almost your body is to that sort of training. And this sort of split is great for those who want to strength day, strength, strength train on four days of the week and allows for a little bit more volume than three full body days would. Then you're still getting in two sessions per muscle group per week, getting in a little bit more volume. So perhaps is better for the slightly more kind of intermediate, um, or, slightly more experienced gym goer rather than being completely new to it because you'll be able to tolerate that higher volume. Um, we've also got push-pull legs, which is a super common one. This workout split um, might be completed once or twice within the week. So say a push on Monday, pull on Tuesday, legs on Wednesday, Thursday rest, Friday push, Saturday pull, Sunday legs, then rest again and kind of repeat the cycle. It means the day always changes, which is I'm not really not really a fan of that. That would throw me right off. But, you know, you could repeat that twice. It would be quite intense. Um, and it may be more appropriate to do like a push, pull, rest, legs, push, rest, rest, pull, something like that. So you get in a few more rest days if you wanted to train four times a week rather than assigning a workout to each specific day of the week. But these push muscles that we're talking about, so we've got a push session, pull session and legs. Push would be doing our training our chest, shoulders, and triceps, and pull back and biceps, probably putting some abs or core work in there. And then the leg muscles are trained all together. So hamstrings, quads, glutes, calves. Upper body is trained at least twice per week this way here. So it's good if you're looking to increase upper body strength in particular, because you're gonna get quite a lot of upper body strength in there. Then we've got the body part split. I've already spoken a bit about this. Often considered a bodybuilding uh, style split, which requires committed to training at least five days a week, maybe even six, sometimes even seven. Ah, lots of training. This is for advanced levels of strength and endurance to be able to tolerate such volume on each body part in one session. So there's many ways to split it, but it could look like kind of doing hamstrings, then chest, then biceps, then quads, then shoulders, then back triceps they're on all on different days by the way I literally cannot imagine doing a whole tricep day I do like one set of 20 tricep extensions and like moan about it so <laughs> hats off if you can do that um I could definitely not tolerate that volume um so while there's nothing wrong with this split I feel like I'm I sound really judgmental to this but if you're a kind of regular gym goer um you know you're training for health you're training for strength um and you're training because you enjoy it but you're not looking to compete in any physique competitions then you definitely don't need to be doing this sort of training at such high volume or frequency again unless you want to you're the boss here you get to choose we've also then got a kind of movement or pattern based split which I didn't mention um, earlier but this is where you would focus on movement patterns so like one day you would think, think about doing some pulling maybe horizontal push and pull movements then on the next day vertical push and pull then you would focus on lower body hinge then lower body squat so each 
day prioritize a key movement pattern. I guess not too different in a way into some kind of body part splits because if we're pulling, um, if we're doing hinge, sorry, then we are going to be using our kind of glutes and our hamstrings more and our lower back. So kind of similar, but is more focused around movements rather than the specific muscles used. Okay. One other really important thing to remember here is we're talking about sets um, and we said about training each muscle group twice per week. So what does that actually mean? How many sets per week are we looking for? This is super important, definitely should have mentioned it earlier. So how many sets for kind of accruing hypertrophy during a workout? Um, And this is a really loaded question. There's loads, loads of research out there, but generally um, it has been found that over 10 sets per muscle per week elicits, is that a word? Yes, greater hypertrophy than less than 10 sets. So this is a really good starting point. If you are someone, again, who is a little bit more experienced, a little bit more um, kind of a more of a mature trainer, shall we say, um, you've been training for a while, then you're probably going to need somewhere around 20 sets or even higher. But between kind of 10 to 20 is a really good place to be. And that's going to suit most people. So a great starting point being 10 sets per muscle group. Um, but it, I don't think at the moment I read that somewhere there wasn't enough research to see if higher volumes would promote even greater benefits. So at least 10 sets per week. So what does that mean? So let's think about maybe we're trying to grow or get stronger glutes, for example. So 10 sets per muscle per week. So let's say we do three sets of RDLs on a Monday. We do three sets of hip thrusts on a Wednesday. And then we do some Bulgarian split squats, four sets of those on a Friday, bam, you've got your 10 sets per muscle group per week, done, yeah, that would be, that would have to be the same though for all those muscle groups, unless you only wanted to do glutes, which I probably wouldn't recommend, because you're, you might look a little out of proportion if you only train those, let's train our upper bodies too, ladies and gents, um, so yes, that is a really important point, um, Something else which is really important to consider is the number of reps. So obviously we talk about sessions per week. What does that actually mean? We need to think about the, the sets um, that, are be com- that are being completed within that. But then also if we're talking about sets, we need to think about the reps. So there's really loads to go into here. But we know that hypertrophy can be attained across a wide spectrum of rep ranges. So it doesn't have to be just within that 8 to 12 rep range, even though we often train there. That's great. But even as high as 30 reps, assuming that's a 30 rep max, so you absolutely can't do any more, um, will elicit muscle growth. Okay, so provided that the volume load is kind of equated, there isn't much difference um, in whole muscle hypertrophy between loading zones. So that means that let's say you do kind of 8 rep versus 25, um, but they're both like 10 out of 10 hard. Obviously, the weights are going to be different there. They're both going to elicit you that muscle growth response we are looking for. Finally, a quick note about intensity. So, again, we're speaking about reps, we're speaking about sets, but we could be doing three sets of eight, super easy, getting in that 10 sets of muscle, um, 10 sets per muscle group per week, great. But if those reps, and even if we hit the, the right number, you know, somewhere up to 30 reps, but they're not that hard, then it's definitely not going to be enough effort in order for maximal or even minimal muscle growth. Um, So we need to train with a very high level of effort at least some of the time to sufficiently challenge the neuromuscular system for positive adaptation. Um, That said, the research generally indicates that you don't need to train to all out failure. So you don't need to be like failing reps to achieve maximal benefit, but we probably do need to be pretty close to it. So 
I like to think about reps in reserve. I always ask my clients as well to think about RPE, which is like out of 10, how difficult does that feel? You know, thinking about maybe 10 out of 10 being like, I couldn't do any more. Maybe you tried to do one more, but you failed it. Nine out of 10 is like, maybe I've got one or two in the tank. Eight out of 10 is like, I've got a few, but this is really challenging. And seven is like, you know, maybe I could do like five more, something like that, right? So in a typical kind of three set exercise, I would generally advocate having like, a couple of sets in the tank after the first set, maybe one, leaving leaving one rep in the tank on the second set, and then on the last one, pushing all the way until we don't have any more. And that just makes sure that we're really close to that kind of high level of effort, and we're working at a high enough intensity to elicit that muscle response. So that is lots to digest. I appreciate that it was in a bit of a funny order, but I think there's definitely some value in there if you made it all this way through. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, I will be back next week. We are going to be speaking to a nutritionist and we're going to be speaking about women. And that's all I'm going to say. Hope to see you there. Thank you so much for listening. Again, as always, if you don't mind giving a five-star review, even though perhaps I've not done my best to deserve it today with my croaky voice um, and my head all over the place, jumping back and forward between points, do it anyway. Be a gem. Thank you so much. See you soon.